Okay. So I'm going to start asking the questions. Um, I'll start with the easier ones. Okay. And then eh, it doesn't, they never get that difficult. Be fine. <laughs> I'm just turn you'll, up the heat. Yeah. Am I the frog yeah. in the boiling pot right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I turn off all the lights in the basement. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. This light is very bright. Yeah. I'm yeah, sweating you're already. You're sweating. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. So let's get started. <laughs> all right. What is your midnight snack? My midnight snack. I do not eat at midnight, really. Okay. I mean, I, I never get up from sleeping and go eat. I've never done people, it. People do that, right? <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never I've, met anyone I've, that does I've, that. I've seen it in movies. Yeah, me too. And I've seen it in television. And I feel like if you get up in the middle of the night and raid the fridge, you're going to have a really meaningful conversation that solves the problem of your day. <laughs> And so I kind of want to, but it, honestly, I will sometimes have a bowl of cereal before I go to oh, bed. Is there, okay. Sweet cereal, not sweet cereal. Uh, it's usually all we ever have in the house is frosted mini weights. Really? That's so, it? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say uh, frosted mini weights, which I learned from my dad because my dad always has a bowl of cereal before he goes to bed. I was recently at the grocery store and I had like this... 10 minute battle with myself because <laughs> rice checks I, I knew i should get like some sort of not sweet cereal like checks of some kind right and they had uh golden smacks like those uh, like golden yeah. puffs whatever you want right. the malto meal bag right so i was like four dollars for like this 30 ounce bag of golden <laughs> smacks and like last four dollars for a tiny box of rice checks <laughs> right like uh, <laughs> they're paying you to be unhealthy <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So later on, you'll see the golden smacks Good. on the top of yeah. our fridge. They're there still. I'm working my way through the bag. You can make some smackety pow. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you would need a. Uh... Okay, I invented. I invented a cereal called yeah, smackety pow. It's legendary. Yeah, and it's you guys can use this at home if you want. <laughs> My million followers. <laughs> it's Captain Crunch with the marshmallows of Lucky Charms. <laughs> um, one thing I learned, two things I learned. One, wear some gloves when you're picking out all those marshmallows <laughs> of the Lucky Charms. <laughs> two, they make it now. It's called the SpongeBob cereal. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. I, I mean, they they did. SpongeBob is still popular, right? Oh, yeah. I okay. get a check. In the, in the mail, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> I imagine that process would be very powdery. Like there would just it's be a, marshmallow powder. It took some time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next question. Let's do this. <laughs> what book or movie can you read or watch over and over again? I like this question. Yeah, that's a good question. Do I have to pick? I just... like I like all the questions. Yeah, really, but well, yeah, because you came up with yeah. them. <laughs> some <laughs> some first date website came up with these questions. Do I have to pick just one? No, you can tell me a couple if you want. Well, a book that I have read over and over and not gotten tired of is a separate piece by John Knowles, which I've never I've never read that before. Yeah, I think I read it. I think it was assigned to me in high school, probably. And I just loved it. It is, because I remember drawing a map of the campus that's in that book for one of my projects. But 
it's just about about uh, teenage boys in in boarding school in oh. during World War Two and basically like their emotional troubles. What what country does it take place in? It's in the U.S. Oh, okay. It's on like the East Coast. I know you're a fan of the British British right. stuff. Right, I so am I... a fan of the British, but this is it feels British, but it's not. It feels kind of like. Um, Oh, Captain, my Captain, Dead Poet Society. Oh, okay. It's that kind of school, but and it's kind of dark, and it's kind of it deals with like big issues. But I love reading it because I think it, I like the sense of place. I just like the world that it creates. I mm-hmm. like going to that that so, school. I someone gave me a copy. I don't know if I told you about this uh, or not, but they mm-hmm. they gave me a copy, but they smoke. <laughs> so it's and I think I think they smoke inside their house right, and stuff. So right. Um. It's currently airing out. Yes. So yeah. six six to seven years from now, I'm going to really enjoy that book. Well, actually, I would challenge you to read it while it's smoky because there is a chapter in that book that would be appropriate. Really? That it smells like smoke. All right. <laughs> I have another copy of County Monte Cristo doing the same airing out <laughs> that one process. I can't, that one <laughs> so. I cannot tell. If, it won't be very 4D. I don't know if you read that. And it smells like smoke. All right. Okay. Oh, it's good to know. Mm-hmm. That, did you want to add another? Because you said, "Can you do a couple?" So, uh, if not, no big deal. That one, I'm trying to. Th- I'm sure there is a movie that I have watched. There's a lot of movies that I've watched a billion times, and one of them is probably Jurassic Park. Oh, I, I could watch that on repeat, probably all day. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, must go faster over and over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> must go faster, <laughs> and you sell it. You sell it. <laughs> Yeah. what part is that <laughs> i don't remember that part when they have that really like long lunch scene and there's slide projectors all around them and they're talking about should they be making dinosaurs and jeff goldblum is like well before you before you wanted if you could do it you, you just did it and and you, you you do it and you put it on a package you put it in a lunchbox and you sell it you sell it <laughs> that's probably the best jeff goldblum impression you're that's pretty have. good no it's not i think this, that was not a jeff goldblum that was just me talking no, no, no. Pauses. in in the history of the podcast that we've done so <laughs> oh, far yeah Jeff so Goldblum, far, best perfect. one. Well, until you blow up and you actually get Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, can you do that part for Jeff Squarepies? I sell it. Could you slap the table Please and talk about lunch boxes? That'd be great. And say must go faster. Must go faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of this, this goes right into reading books or watching movies. What TV show are you embarrassed about watching? <laughs> oh we've already had some good ones yeah all right well i hate that this just just popped into my head because it's true (laughs) i was gonna try to find one that wasn't quite as embarrassing but this is the first thing that's popped in my head but i have watched every single episode of hannah montana (laughs) (laughs) it's out there it's out there true confessions i i did not know that (laughs) I don't. I don't know it if we've ever talked. It about was it a or rough not. time in our life, and it was on Netflix, and we would watch it while eating dinner, and it was just strangely comforting. I don't know why. It was Billy, really Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. You know, and and it was terrible and predictable in in Disney Channel, but I've seen every single episode. Miley has come so far. <laughs> it's actually really hard for me to see Miley know miley's troubles because i when you know in that show she was so sweet but. yeah hmm. hannah montana that's that is, that is, <laughs> that's a really good answer uh, that was a, that was a really good answer 
We could probably just stop. Do you just want to stop right here? Three questions. <laughs> well, the heat has been cranked so up. We got about eight minutes yep. of show right yep. now. This That's is perfect. Good. It's as good as it's going to get, I think. All right. This one should be less embarrassing. Uh, what did you spend pocket money on as a child? So when you were a kid, what did you spend your pocket money on? I got to rephrase that question for my sheet here. That was not didn't flow right. <laughs> I spent money on comic books, but not marvel comic books or dc i bought like mickey mouse comic books oh okay like the or, old disney or ones. donald duck comic books okay yeah, because i liked the adventure stories any uncle scrooge in there uncle i love scrooge, uncle scrooge. Yeah, all, all of those you know the ducks go to the amazon and there's some oh, yeah. mysterious people that would adventure those are my favorite so i i did buy a lot of those and i bought uh i remember saving a lot of my pocket money to get a game boy and oh I, yeah! I had a, I made a thermom one of those thermometer oh, yeah. fundraiser things taped yeah. to my closet, <laughs> and anytime I had money, I would just you know, put it up another temperature. Oh man! Point. And then it worked. I think that's. Probably Do you it. remember how much the Game Boy was? Yeah, it was eighty bucks. Okay, I remember I had to save eighty bucks. I feel that, like that's a pretty good price. You like? To me, that was tons of money. Like I did not think I would yeah. have that much money, but I guess that but was it, a but long it, time ago. Well, yeah, and I was like, I don't know, ten or eleven. You know, mowing the lawn, I probably got five bucks every time. I was gonna, I, I was, it. that was gonna be my next yeah, question. How right. did you get your spending money? No, yeah, I had to mow the lawn or weed stuff or whatever chores. I didn't get like an allowance weekly, but I got, I got paid if I did something specific to help my parents. Okay, get some money, or and then my like birthday cash or whatever I would put in the fund, and then yeah, when I got that sweet sweet Game Boy, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. It I, came with Tetris, right? Yeah, well, of course, yeah. yeah. And well, no, I maybe it did. But I also had Super Mario Land right away. And either oh. I had enough money to buy that or I came with it. I never had that. It was awesome. I, lo I played it a ton because I, I remember stealing your Game Boy games. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we were swapping Game yeah, Boy games. Yeah, we swapped. I didn't know how to yeah. steal. Yeah, Super Mario Land was awesome. I have a few that have survived and they're at my parents' house and my nieces and nephews play them all the time nice. now. Speedy Gonzalez is one of them. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like just this terrible ripoff of Sonic. <laughs> uh. And... Uh, What's the other one? Madden '95. Oh, I, I never had, I never had Madden on there. I played FIFA Soccer. I had that, oh yeah, I that was that pretty good. Battletoads. That was Battletoads. Yeah, that was always an amazing Except one. The worm. Then I just wanted to kill myself. Oh, never that one was again. awful. Yeah, but you could connect your game. My friend and I would connect our Game Boys. Yeah, with the that link cable, cables. Yeah, and that thought that was like the coolest thing. We play soccer against each other. My uh, my parents gave my brother and I Game Boys for Christmas. Nice. And I just remember, <laughs> this is. This is. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's, it's getting real. Yeah, it's getting. This is gonna get My, real. This is a Miley moment. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to steal the show or anything with my with my stories. But we're talking about Game Boy. This popped in my head. Uh, I remember it was Christmas morning. We went to my grandparents' house on my mom's side because you weren't you weren't there. Right. Um, and my brother and I had linked and we were playing Tetris and he got a, he got a Tetris against me, which people who don't play Tetris, it's four lines in a row. Get him. <laughs> I, I know what's coming. <laughs> Do you? I can just, I have a oh. feeling I know what's coming. He, he got a Tetris against me and I blurted out, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I, I don't know how old I was. Yeah. I was super young and my, and I remember my dad was sitting next to me. He's like, "What did you say?" And I didn't. I didn't know it was like you weren't supposed to call anyone that. I just uh, like it came to my head. I'm like, 
uh, what I thought you were going to say is what I used to do when we played when I played soccer with my friend. If he was about to score on me or if I was about to lose, I would just rip the link table. <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought about that. Would you play dumb? Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, after a while, like... it just became a joke. And just rip that. <laughs> Just to make him mad. Just did like a sad smiley face on the screen. <laughs> yeah. I don't really remember. It's like, oh. Yeah. Hook me back up. <laughs> okay. Um, tell me about a time you were out of your comfort zone. Anytime I'm out of my comfort zone, it has to be when I'm in front of a large group or or doing something physical, like I have to dance or or have you had to, have you had to dance in front of large groups before? So I'm trying to I mean I'm trying to think of something that's a specific a one specific story, the one specific moment that I've been out of my comfort zone. I think it's hard for me because I often feel out of my comfort zone because i i'm an i'm an introvert yeah and so it's sometimes i feel like i'm a lot of the times in my not in my comfort zone my comfort zone is like when when i'm with one or two people that i'm very comfortable with like right now i'm in my comfort zone yeah so like it's this is like a pocket but i feel like i have pockets of comfort zone and most mm -hmm. of my life is in a and not, oh, <laughs> not comfort okay. zone. Yeah. So it's hard for me to just to pick one like super uncomfortable. Yeah. Zone. No, that's a good that's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, that's not it's uh it's interesting the differences because I'm pretty extroverted. Mm -hmm. Although I'm I'm like a combo. Like I definitely yeah. need that introverted time to, to recharge. Yeah, recharge. So so would you say that being extroverted pretty much drains you? Oh yeah. I mean I can do it. And I do enjoy, I really enjoy connection. I really enjoy mm -hmm. connecting with people in a, in a real way. So like actually talking to them about what, what they are up to or what they're wrestling with or, or anything that's actually going on. But if I have to have any sort of surfacey conversation for any length of time, my brain just gets exhausted because I just feel like I'm trying to pull information. I'm trying to pull yeah. a script. I'm trying to, uh, engage i want them to feel like i'm engaging so i, I don't want to just brush them off and you know i'm maintaining eye contact you know i'm thinking this yeah. it's lame like i have to think these things while no, often while i'm doing I it. Think it's lame so then when i when i'm home then i just i'm exhausted but my wife is the opposite where she is like energized after that oh, sort okay. of situation so it, it it's interesting that after a party I'll just be like, Ugh, yeah. And so I lay on the couch, and so she's like, like, "This is awesome. Well, we, let's go. We do something else. Get some ice cream." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so last last night we had an outdoor movie at our house. Mm -hmm. We had a bunch of random people over. Right. Did afterwards were you like, "Oh, I just got to go to bed." That one was, I was tired afterwards, but it was a mix because there were definitely conversations I had that tired me out because I had to think of things to say. Yeah. But then when I was tired, I could go to people that I know really well, like you or Autumn or family members and yeah. then i would it's kind of a recharge when i'm with people that i'm just comfortable with because then okay. i feel like oh i'm not on stage yeah so i didn't i wasn't super exhausted okay okay what are two of your bucket list items Ooh, all right um 
Well, number one is I want to go to the UK. I want to go to... Uh, I've never been. That'd be really cool. I know. I just, I'm really a, a big fan of British uh, culture and British television and British movies and British things. And I have been since I was younger. Um, so I just think I would just find it fascinating to see all these places that I've read about or, or seen about. Um, but yeah, I want to go to London and I really want to go to Scotland. Um, I really want to go to Ireland, you mm -hmm. know, Northern Ireland, Wales, do it all. Um, That'd be cool. Big Europe trip. Yeah. I think that would be definitely that's, that's on my list. Another, this brings me back to another one of my embarrassing television. This is <laughs> yeah. one I should have said. But there, if you are on Netflix, there's a show right now called Monarch of the Glen, which is, <laughs> is a Scottish show. It's a British show, but it takes place in Scotland. And it's like a, basically like a soap opera that takes place up in the highlands of Scotland. Okay. But it was made in the 90s, and it's really terrible. So do they, is it like daily episodes like american soap operas or no weekly? i guess it was it's more like a drama so it's okay. kind of like it's sort of like northern exposure but in scotland really yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> basically have you watched all of northern exposure before because <laughs> no. that could also go on the list probably <laughs> <laughs> no i've actually not seen i've only seen like one episode of northern exposure i'm, I'm just gonna stop talking about television and no, no, we should talk, <laughs> no we should talk about it because this is good this is good this is real talk right now I've never seen Northern Exposure. Uh, My brother told me the ending, and it sounded it was so awful that I oh, I would oh, never. I don't know the ending. No. When we when we stop, I'll tell you the ending. <laughs> You're just spoil I'm it just going to ruin everything perfect. for you. Great, perfect. Just yeah. end it for me, so I don't have to watch it. Yeah, I would appreciate that. <laughs> so that's 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 bucket list number one yeah. would be the UK. Bucket list number two: watch Northern Exposure. Watch, watch Northern <laughs> Exposure. Next, next, next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean i don't oh well um i guess finish <laughs> finish my animated short yeah that i'm working on yeah I, that's a that is a bucket list for me i gotta finish that thing and then i will feel like i have I'm made so a major life to achievement it. to have that finished do you want to talk about it at all or sure uh it's just a two and a half three minute short um animated short 2d animated short called oh possum which is about two possum brothers and what happens to them when they play possum and i'm just working on it in my free time and trying to get it done you yeah, can, yeah it looks incredible there's if people want to see about it they can just go to justinhilton.com slash opossum o-h-p-o-s-s-u-m nice I didn't know it was on your website. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, right now it's just a page on my portfolio site, but I think there is, I believe that URL works. If it doesn't work, you can just go to my site and you'll see it on there. Okay, cool. Ooh. Hit me. We're ready. This is it. This is the <laughs> no. When was the last time you were afraid? Oh. Well... The last time I was afraid. Well, I'm gonna get real. No. Uh, um, this last year I've been afraid a lot, and I can get panicky. Um, I lost my brother uh, almost a year ago, so it's sort of unexpectedly. 
And so I have a lot of fear, especially I have a lot of fear of of losing people that I will that I love, like continuing mm -hmm. to lose more people. And so I'm afraid, especially my wife, I'm afraid that I'll lose her. So I I will get it especially panicky if I if I feel that she is uh, if something is not normal like uh, just uh, one instance like i'm expecting her to be home at a certain time and she doesn't come home oh. that is a normal everyday thing but for whatever reason yeah. this year i i'll get really scared you know yeah it's understandable or if i get a phone call in, in the middle of the night you know I mean, that's a little nerve-wracking for anybody but if yeah. i've gotten a phone call late at night i just get very scared and a type of fear that i have not felt before yeah it will get better and i'll be yeah. less afraid it's just part of the process yeah it takes time yeah yeah where is your happy place Ooh, that's a good one that is a good one <laughs> i think my happy place is the Norwegian Pavilion at Epcot Center. Really? In Orlando, Florida. Do they have like those really incredible Norwegian sweaters? <laughs> they for sale? do. Yeah, they're four hundred dollars. Are you serious? <laughs> they're insane. And they have, you know, a brand of uh, waterproof coats called Heli Hansen that are also oh, like yeah. insanely priced. I have a funny Helly Hansen story. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't met anyone else who knows what Helly Hansen oh, really? is. Oh, yeah. I've got a funny Helly Hansen story. <laughs> um, I had a, there was a Helly Hansen store. Mm -hmm. and my, one of my roommates worked there. Okay. And he would get 50% off. Okay. Anything in the store. Right. So he gave all of his friends. 50% off discounts on like winter coats. What? Yeah, he got fired. <laughs> I still have the coat. It's a great coat. Oh, man. I didn't know you had one. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, it says Helly Hansen on it. Yeah, it yeah. does. Big HH. Yeah. You can, it's bright red. I could probably send it home with you if you want. <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't actually want one. I just. It's uh, business it, cash. Yeah, it's just one of those things that I always see there. I'm like, wow, these are really pricey coats. So they have a store here? In Not Minnesota? anymore. I think the store's closed. Okay. I think somebody was giving away too much clothing. <laughs> somebody, I don't know who it was, but the <laughs> half off They weren't coats. making any money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, that pavilion, I have a lot of nostalgia for for Epcot. I went there a lot as a, a little kid. And I really like Norwegian uh, culture. And even though that may not be very authentic, the perfect cocktail of like fake Norwegian culture and... Uh -huh my nostalgia as a kid going to that theme park uh i just i just love it i'm just happy they have yeah. good pastries and they have you know a really cheesy uh, boat ride and i love cheesy you know dark ride kind of stuff like yeah. that i just love it i just eat that up the is, is sadly, that where they have the 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 boat ride yes with the trolls the trolls yeah they send you back over the falls which yeah. i'm just waiting for them to switch it over to the trolls from frozen that's gonna happen right I'm so sad by that. I don't 
Yeah, I'm so sad. All of a sudden, one of the trolls is just going to be like, what's the issue, dear? <laughs> it's going to be, uh, well, yeah, word on the street is they're closing that ride the end of this month. and The end of this month? Yeah, they're changing it over to a frozen ride. And where those trolls send you back over the falls, there will now be whatever Elsa letting you go. <laughs> over, over the walls. and i'm just i mean i get it, it i know go. they're gonna make so much let more money but i just that just breaks my heart because that ride is from 1986 i think and it's i remember just, riding it it's just locked in time i and remember it's, being freaked out by the trolls <laughs> yes and understandably it's dated and terrible but i don't know i kind of like that about it so we're kind of disney disney freaks over here yeah so i'm a, i'm not the i'm not a big disney like cartoon movie guy i mean i do like them but i'm more into just theme park design i think yeah. that's fun i like i like how they tell stories through through space through atmosphere and i find that really interesting that is cool can we, okay can we go back yeah can we go back to the afraid question yeah i have a follow-up question right. i skipped over it too fast all right let's go back um back over yeah. the falls so like that the fear of losing somebody in the, and like getting that phone call or right. any sort of trigger that happens. Right. How do you deal with that in the moment? Because I, I get that. I get, I have other things that I'm fearful of or right. like, you know, you don't want to hear from some, like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of people that I don't want to hear from. Or right. Whatever, but right. There's stuff that goes on and like, yep. Get an email or you get a text message. Yeah. It brings up like, things. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you afraid of losing somebody? How do you, what what is a way to kind of deal with that yeah i mean obviously i i'm not an expert what i what i've learned for me what works is i will i will take deep breaths i mean just as on multiple levels like on a physical level mm -hmm. i i do breathing like i don't know where i picked this up from a friend of ours i think where i do warm and comforting cool and refreshing Really? So, okay. no, <laughs> so, I, no. so if you, that's like a, that's like a primal thing, I think. Yeah. If you breathe, so you breathe in I, like slowly and I breathe in through my nose and think oh, cool and refreshing and breathe out and think warm and comforting because you have cool breaths going in and warm breaths going out. Oh. And I don't know. I mean, it's just a trick to sort of calm yourself down. They're kind of physical or just like, yeah. I need to take a moment and breathe. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like that works? It does work. And when it, if it doesn't work, then I kind of go to the next level. I'm kind of like doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you look really calm. If that doesn't work, I'll go to the next level or I'll just jump to this level if I'm with her and I just talk to my wife about it. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm really scared. I know this is irrational. Um, and that's, that is an instant sort of, she has a calming effect on me just by at any time. Um, if she's not around then, or if that's not working, then I, and I don't always do these in these order, but I, then I pray. I just, yeah, I would just ask for help and call out for help. And, you know, most of the time that works. Yeah. No, I'm always kind of like, cause I get, I have, I wouldn't say they're full blown anxiety issues, but like I just kind of get freaked out about stuff or yeah. I get tensed up. Right. And I'm always kind of like trying to figure out ways to deal with that. Yeah. So 
I'm always interested to see how other people deal with it. Cause yeah. you and I process stuff kind of the same I way. I think we do. I mean, yeah. even though like we have that extrovert and introvert thing going yeah. on, like our processing is very like yes. talking things out and yeah. like getting input from others it and is. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think I, I, when I'm thinking about solving a problem or something I use, I'm pretty internal, but I'm learning that emotionally I have to be external kind of. Oh, I, okay. If I'm, talking about my emotions then i'll realize oh i'm feeling that you know and i don't always know what i'm why i'm pissed off or why i'm grumpy like sometimes i just need a sandwich yeah but (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) i i'll admit that i oh no no no. you go no that's it or i'm dehydrated or i'm you know but other but if i am more if i'm just grumpy and i start talking about it and often I'm resistant to talk about it. And I'll be like, I don't know. And I'll be like, I guess I'm feeling this. And I guess I'm just feeling like I'm scared that I'm going to lose you. And then mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm like, like oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I'm actually happening right now. Hmm. So, and that's going to be a process, I think, my whole life to kind of learn yeah. how, how the brain works, you know, how my it's brain a works. a funky place. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> I was going to interject and say that I hate the word hangry. <laughs> yes uh, but at the same time i've i've used it yeah like, oh yeah i mean it's descriptive it's it definitely it's, works i hate it how like it's descriptive yeah. and it actually like yeah you hate it because it's true people like, use hangry as a bludgeon yeah. <laughs> you're just hangry i know but if you're admi- like if you're breaking down and admitting it to someone right like yeah at the time you're angry and you're hung like yes. okay so it's a combination of yep. angry and hungry right hangry and uh, at the time, you're probably angry and you're probably hungry. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to use a whole lot of words to describe what's going on. <laughs> right. So if you use hangry, it's settled. Yeah. I hate that. It, I know. I hate how it makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? When I, yeah, when I am hangry, it's so true. I do not want to, I want to like not expend energy and speak. No. <laughs> so you, don't want, you don't want anyone to speak do, to you. I know. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to have, use any energy. I just want to sit and not move and not speak and be angry. You just want your mouth. You want to open your mouth and have some grapes fall in. <laughs> How hard is that? Exactly. Uh, is that too much to ask for? <laughs> maybe a maybe a sandwich, a ham sandwich. Yeah, come on, yeah. Here's a little tip for you guys since we're talking about things that you can do to cope with life. Mm-hmm. I keep a ham sandwich in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go. Perfect. Pro yeah. tip. Yep. Pro Hashtag tip. pro tip. <laughs> Hashtag hammy. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm glad we went back. Yeah. That was that good. Was good. I, I feel like I need it. Yeah, that was good. I don't want to gloss over anything. Right. Yeah, that's so. good. I like the deep, the deep stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot the of deep this... end with Hilda <laughs> spilling into the deep end. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to the next one. What do you want to be when you grow up? Ooh, what do I want to be? I spend a lot of time thinking about my identity and how it relates to my career. I, I'm I'm an overthinker. I'm learning this about myself. I overthink okay. everything. Uh, to to a sort of paralyzing degree sometimes. Like if I have to make a decision, I overthink it too much. And I'm trying to not be that way. 
In fact, I'm overthinking this question <laughs> right now. That's funny. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm an artist, an il illustrator, animator. That's what I do. And that's what I've always wanted to do since I was a kid. Yeah. So in a sense, I am doing what I, what I wanted to do mm -hmm. when I grew up. And I still want to do those things. Um, I work for a company and I have a freelance business uh, on my off hours. And I'm making an animated short on my off off hours which is all great and i'm thankful for that but i think my ultimate goal would be to be able to do everything from home i would like yeah. to have my own um animation illustration business which i'm building yeah but and just have all my freelance work do it at home i can be around my wife all the time work work with her on projects maybe partner with her on projects because we work really well together um work with people like you on projects yeah, that'd be fun and, and and just i would like that yeah that's my dream and to have a little home studio that the line is blurred between home and studio mm -hmm. and my life is sort of more of a whole complete picture not just who i am as a i'm an artist therefore you know that's what i am but more like i am a husband and friend and son and you know uh, there's more to me than than just what I do. Yeah. That's a, that's a special place to be in because a lot, I mean, I'm not saying, so a lot of people have really healthy marriages. Right. But if they were in the same room with their spouse eight hours a day working. Right. That marriage yeah. would no longer be healthy. Oh, I totally like, get why people that have that. And we are very lucky that, yeah. we can, that we can do that. Yeah. She's, we've worked together on a job for a company like our desks next to each other and that's been great and we worked at home well i don't know worked there was a period where we were both unemployed at the same time um at home for a period of time and that time sucked because we had no money mm -hmm. and every day was like what are we gonna do but it also was the best time because we say it was the best time of our marriage because we were together 24 7 and we loved it yeah, struggling through something and making getting through it. And yes, being stronger yeah. because of it. And it's not like we don't get on each other's nerves or we don't fight because we do, but we just—I don't know—we're lucky, I think, and that we can work work together. And she's a writer. I mean, yeah. I'm a writer, or she's a writer. I'm a illustrator, animator. So our our talents sort of blend it's a good in, combo. in a convenient way. Yeah. Uh, if you could be any animal, what would oh. you be? Oh. Now, is that different than what my favorite animal is? I suppose it kind of is because you have to think about I what think they so. do. I don't know because maybe... Yeah, I wouldn't want to be my I, favorite animal. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would be an elephant, which an elephant is my favorite animal. But I would also want to be an elephant because you get to amble around the plains of Africa and they live in communities and they seem to be very sensitive to yeah. each other. And I've seen documentaries, you know, where... If one passes away, they will sort of have a funeral over it and sort of spend time with it. Really? Or, or if they, if they can't, even if they come across bones, they will sort of gather around it and sort of pet it with their trunks and sort of like mourn, do some like mournful rumbles and just spend an hour there. Wow. And then they'll move on. I just think they're, they're smart and, and I like their social structure and I just, just like the way they look, I suppose. But yeah. Oh, that's good. I did not know that about elephants. Yeah. And I think it would be fun to be something bulky because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is just something completely different than what I am. Something with tusks. <laughs> exactly. Like, 
<laughs> something strong. Yeah. Okay. What is your earliest memory? Hmm. I think the one that comes to mind first, and I think is my earliest memory, is I was a toddler. I was walking, but we were again at Disney World. Okay. So, but I was very young. I mean, you guys, you guys went. Did you go every year? We did, and okay. starting from when I was like eighteen months old. Oh, so wow, I don't okay. remember being yeah. there that young, obviously. But we were in the Polynesian Hotel, um, and there was an elevator. And we were in the elevator and we got to our floor and my parents and my brother got out of the elevator and the doors closed <laughs> on me in the elevator. And like, were you in the actual, in I was, the doors or just in oh, the elevator? Oh no, it didn't crush me. I was okay. just still in the elevator okay. alone in the door. Okay. And, but I was so little that obviously that terrified me. Yeah. So for whatever reason I have that and I'm always like two seconds and they opened the door, I think, and I was fine, obviously. But yeah, I do remember just that moment. That's probably my earliest memory. That's uh, traumatizing. Trauma. Yeah, yeah. Fear based. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that goes. I don't know. We're just throwing that out I'm just there. Just putting it out there. Just, we're going to yeah. leave it. We're, we're yeah. not going to revisit that. No. One. No. no. It's gone. No. <laughs> is the Polynesian resort still there? Yes, it is. But okay. it is vastly different than it was. Oh, okay. That was, you know, 1980. Two or three, probably. Okay. So it's way different than it was. That was before our family's trip to the... Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. My friend Jeff mm -hmm. produces this. Yes. So he's he edits everything. With his flying squirrels? Yes. Actually, I don't know if he has them anymore. Oh. He, his dog, Mr. Oliver. He does... He, a mate, he does really good work. Okay. He always comments stuff. And he has commented on this question the last couple of times I've done it because I do not ask it correctly. <laughs> so we're going to try this. Okay. Here we go. I'm always going to kind of tailor this question. It always comes out horrible. So. Okay. I wrote it down. All right. Out of Bigfoot, aliens, or the Loch Ness Monster, which one do you think is most likely to exist? Um, aliens. Okay. Which I suppose makes me seem like a tinfoil hat kind of person. <laughs> but <laughs> no, um, only be, only because, I mean, I, I do not believe that Bigfoot and Loch Ness exist, even mm -hmm. though I want them to. Okay. I want them to exist because I think it's fun. Okay. But I feel I, like I'm now... Not, I don't agree with you with this. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Loch Ness seems a little bit far-fetched. Loch Ness, like, yeah. Because I don't know how big... It would not be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bigfoot, we would have seen him by now. So yeah. no, that's that's not possible. But okay. I, I can't see in the disagree. <laughs> <laughs> in the Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> yeah. It's like a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm sorry. Uh no, I mean I feel like just there's so much space out there that there is a greater potential. There's just more places to hide. You can only hide so much in the forest. You can only hide so much in Loch Ness. But in the immensity of space, there's lots of lots of places for things to grow, and that yeah. I don't know necessarily if there would be um, intelligent alien life. Mm -hmm. I kind of hope there is. But yeah, maybe there's just what, uh, amoebas. What would you ask them if they were intelligent life? I would ask them what is their relationship to God. Do they have a oh. do they have a religion? That's what I would want to know. 
first. That would be super interesting. Well, first, why are you going to eat me? <laughs> <laughs> Second. Depending how that question goes. Yeah, depending, know, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll take it up. Step, baby steps. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what skill or talent do you wish you had or were better at? I wish I could play music. I wish I was uh, musical in some... I, you, I mean, you play the guitar. Well, I try to play the guitar. Um, I know, like, five chords, and I don't have the finger strength to play more than, like, an hour. But Okay. And I don't... I don't so I, with guitars, you got to, like, build up your finger yeah, strength. Yeah, you got to have the calluses or whatever. And, but I'm just not that dedicated. Like, that's always the problem. Like, I yeah. never wanted to, as a kid, you know, practice any instruments or anything. I was just drawing, you know. So I feel like you can only do one thing super... Sounds like you're already doing stuff in your off off hours. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't have a lot of free time, but it's you know, like sometimes I'm sleeping, I play I, guitar. I wish sometimes you know I could just play guitar and sing a song. Do you like yeah. singer songwriter stuff? I yeah. don't really. I don't know if I would write music. I've never had a, a desire to write music, but it just be. It seems like it would be fun. I'm envious yeah. of or people that play piano. They just sit down at a piano and play. Yeah, and I, I'm I, envious. Yeah, of I just do like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fun one too. What is the worst job you've ever had? <laughs> you, don't oh. have to, you don't have to name well, names. How, unless you want to. How long do you have to have worked there for it to qualify as working at a job? Um, what if you worked there matter. for one day and quit? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's probably qualify as your worst job. I had a job where I only worked for two days. <laughs> See? That's good. I still got paid. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I maybe got paid. I think legally they have. Yeah, paid. I got, you know, I got probably... Ten dollars. Um, I I worked when I was gonna go to college, and for the summers I needed a, a well-paying job to pay for my school. And so I heard that there was a factory in town that paid really well, and so I applied there. And oh, they, this is not the story I was thinking it was gonna be. Was <laughs> and they hired me, even though they met me and they saw me. They hired me to do heavy lifting on a tractor parts uh, <laughs> factory so my first day i get there and there's this assembly line of hooks going through this huge warehouse and there are giant tractor axles hanging from these hooks and my job it was and the hooks are above me so okay. you have to the axles are kind of at your chest height so you have to grab them lift up on the hook Take it off the hook, walk over, and put it down on a conveyor belt. Wow! And how how heavy do you think these things? These were, were probably they were over a hundred pounds. Okay, I was gonna say. So yeah. So I and and the line is moving; it doesn't stop. So I'm trying, and I'm not strong. I tried <laughs> really hard to get one, and I put on the conveyor belt, and the next one, and there's like it's like that episode of Lucy where the chocolates <laughs> go by. So these things are just whipping by me, and then these huge guys that have worked there forever were just getting so mad at me, and they would uh. come over from their station, they would leave their whatever they're doing, run over, and with one hand grab some, grab axles and put them on the thing and catch up. And they go back to their station, <laughs> and then I went up to do it, and it was, and it was that like sounds so awful. dirty, like it, it had axle grease everywhere. And at the end of the day, people were laughing at me, and I didn't know why. And I went into the bathroom, and my face was covered in black because <laughs> I had been sweating and covering my face, and I was so upset and miserable that I went home and I quit. Wow. Just yeah. never went back. Never went back. How long? How many hours did you do it? That I, day? I did an eight-hour day. 
but Good golly. I qu- and I was I was just that sounds so exhausted. <laughs> I just knew this was not for me. Uh. My second worst job was I did telephone research. Okay. This this is the this is the story yeah. I thought you were well, tell. this is a job yeah. I got after that job because I couldn't find anything else. So this was instead of heavy lifting, I just you know buried my soul in the basement <laughs> of a building on Main Street, and we called farmers on the phone and asked Which, them. Yeah, how their seed corn was doing, and or if if they own a certain brand of boots, how do they like them, and to rate them, you know, to telephone oh, research, man. and people would get so mad at you. I'm sure some, some and, Wisconsin farmer is super yes. excited that you're calling him, asking him how his boots feel. <laughs> exactly, that's what we did, and they like, hated yeah, it. Talk to you. Uh, did you ever? Did you get anyone that was excited about them? Never excited, but I did get people that would put up with it. And okay. you had a script that would pop up on your computer screen. You know, it it was like telemarketing, but we didn't sell things. We just did research. So. If somebody said no, thank you, would you just go oh, okay, thanks, or were you forced to kind of you like... had to try to butter them up? You'd be like, well, it'll only take a few minutes of your time, and you know, a little script would pop up, and I'm then I'm sure you... they were monitoring all that to make yeah. sure. Oh, that yeah, oh yeah, because there was a person up front that would watch your screen, and if you were not going through the questions, you would get yelled at. And one one of my friends, I worked there every night, and one of my friends had had enough, and he did a Jerry Maguire, and in the middle of it, he stood up and he said. I'm quit. <laughs> Who's coming with me? And nobody stood up. <laughs> but he left. <laughs> How long did you do it for? It was just for a summer. So but you it was, did it for the whole summer. Yeah, the whole summer. It was fun. I mean, it it was not fun, but it wasn't. I wasn't lifting tractor axles. So yeah, I was that's happy. true. You're like anything. Just don't send me back there. Exactly. Um, okay, that's my last question then. All right. What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh. I'll have, I'll have two two things. One relational, one career. Okay. The career one is especially in my line of work to not give up and because there will be so many people that stop trying mm. that eventually you'll rise to the top. Which has turned out to be true you know wow. I just kind of keep going and i and eventually especially i moved to los angeles and so many people moved to la and then immediately moved back or you know mm-hmm. just they give up and if you just keep going and you start to meet more people and then you just get more work i mm-hmm. found that has actually has worked worked out um and the other one is just that old chestnut of don't go to bed angry with mm. with my wife so if we're in the middle of something, you stay up and you deal with it, and that's what yeah. we, that's what we do, and that's that's been good advice. That's all the questions I had. That's great. That was awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. That was fun. I had a good time. Um, so I want to since I asked so many questions, mm-hmm. I want to give my guests a chance to ask me. Oh, all right. One question. One question that you I'll give any question you want to ask me. All right, I'll answer it honestly. All right. Um. Okay. So, it's the future. Okay. You have an opportunity to colonize the moon, a space wow. a space station. Okay. Floating in orbit. Okay. Or an underwater biosphere colony. Oof. Which do you choose, and why? 
Uh, I would totally do the underwater one. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so, I mean, to me, the oceans are like a different kind of space. Yeah. You know, I think, I think they say we've only explored 5% or something right. like that. We know more about the moon than we do about yeah. the depths of the oceans. Yeah. Which is crazy. So I would just James Cameron the, <laughs> the heck out of that place, man. <laughs> well, they they will issue Steve Zissou, you know, oh, uniforms. Then, yeah, underwater so. for sure. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of being in, in like this. Like, have you seen those underwater hotels? No. Those exist? Yeah. We'll, oh, we'll, man. We're going to Google that crap yeah, after this. Wait, but... <laughs> I need to change my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. So it's a... Uh, I think you actually have to scuba to your like, oh, crazy. To, like your room. Oh, see now I'm out. Well, because <laughs> I can't scuba, could, I freak out. That. Okay, well maybe they'll maybe they'll yeah. figure. But, yeah. but it's like an underwater room, so it's glass, all glass walls. The fish like come and swim up to That's it. That's cool. Yeah, underwater hotels. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thanks again for being here. This oh, is so fun. This was awesome. I had a really yeah, good time. This is great. So. Yep, I'll have to come back someday. And yes. See if my answers change. Yeah. <laughs> my my trick is going to be that if I have anybody on a second time, the questions will get a little bit more personal. Excellent. So great. But this is fun. So thanks again. Yeah. Thanks, Miley. And yep. then it got to the point where oh, President Obama was like, had a handshake with an alien. I'm like, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I was like.